0: Welcome to the 232 Podcast, I'm Sean. And I'm Carl. This podcast is about books, reading, and the meaning of life.
1: Today we unpack another book, because you know what they say.
0: Too many books. Too little time. just sell small rectangular objects are called books. Welcome back to the 232 Podcast. It's been a wee while, Carl. It has we? indeed, Sean. It's good to see you. But for other people, yeah. it feels like a week. Absolutely. And it's episode nine today. And nine. we've um, we've gone straight into, I guess we're a little bit self-indulgent with a sports book, aren't we? But that's okay. Yeah, look. And we, I'm comfortable with it. Yeah,
1: that. and we both love uh, kind of that overlap between high performance in any sense and sport, right? And so go on, tell them what we're doing today.
0: So today we've got Endure by Alex Hutchinson.
1: Yeah, and, and so first, well, a couple of things, right? First yes. of all, the, sub, the subtitle of the book tells you everything. Yes, you I was just going to say, right. give yeah, us the subtitle. Yeah. Mind, Body, and the Curious, the Curiously Elastic Limits of Human Endurance.
0: Oh, there you go. So
1: that captures it, right? But before that, let's talk about him, because he's another one of these amazing guys, right?
0: Yeah, so we've got, we've got a guy who's a very, very top-level athlete.
1: Yeah, but PhD in and physics. And a PhD in physics. And a master's in journalism, Yes. Right? And, and I discovered over the weekend a really mean alto sax player. Oh, I know. So yeah. he's a musician. I That's know. <laughs> and, and, and when you say he's a he's a really good athlete, I pulled his uh, record from the Canadian Athletic oh. Association, because this will mean much more to you than me. But he, um, So you have a quick look at that. He was... An elite long-distance runner, although his records are in mid-distance, mid, short, mid distance. and he actually tried out for the two thousand and four Olympics, Canadian Olympics track
0: team. Oh wow! So
1: tell me what these numbers look like to you, because you yeah, you run so some he's of those he's a he's
0: a one mile four oh six. Although I. He didn't. He near, He never quite got no. under the four-minute no, mile. No. But did he? But
1: he said his best run ever was like a fifteen hundred and three something.
0: Yeah. So he's got a three forty-three. Yeah. Um, fifteen hundred, which, yeah. 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 which is fair flying. Yeah. One fifty-eight hundred. Yeah. Which is fair flying. Yes. And and around a thirty-minute flat ten k. So and the interesting thing he he um he he made the Olympic trials yeah. as a fifteen hundred meter runner right. for Canada. So he's represented. Um, Canada in mo- lots of different athletic disciplines, from the track to the road to cross-country to mountain running. And, yeah, he's obviously walked the talk, yeah. but his ten, physics...
1: 10, ten kilometres in 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, that's... That, that's, okay. That's hauling. Right. Yeah, right. We're yeah. talking a very small subset of the population. Yes. Um, His physis- physics thing is really interesting, though, because he, he went on... When he graduated with his PhD to work in quantum computing and nanomechanics, yeah, and, that's and it, quite... was, it
1: was during his postdoc when he kind of had that epiphany that maybe physics wasn't for him, mm. right? And and if you read his biography, what's really interesting, we'll get into this in a minute. He he originally became a journalist who wanted to write about running and only subsequently worked out that he could draw on his science background to actually make a point of difference and explain ah. running through a so science he, point so he
0: he caught on to the fact and we were just talking about this earlier that you know having the the ability to navigate the science yes as, yeah, a, as yeah, a point of difference yeah, and yeah absolutely yeah. so
1: right so
0: well I mean that's the we're 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 right into the book aren't we in in some respects setting up what this book's all about, yeah. and um, he's done other books. Now, I, I believe you've you've read Which Comes First, Cardio Awaits. Yes, yes, yeah. I have. Yeah, yeah,
1: I have. Uh, yes, yeah. Um, well, also, we should say, um, as a journalist, he's, he's quite remarkable because he writes for all of those typical magazines you'd expect running –
0: uh, yes, he's done uh, run as well for a long but he's, time. But he
1: writes for the New Yorker. The yeah, New Yorker, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So he's he's potentially shifted yeah. more from the running to a more mainstream media. But, but what yeah. that tells you
1: immediately, right? If he's writing for the New Yorker, you know he's going to be great to read, right? Mm. The New Yorker, they every, don't absolutely. You don't make it in yeah, the door. absolutely. So <laughs> then you've got this guy who's got a great science background, who's a phenomenal athlete, yes. who's also writing a book about endurance in a way that you know gets you onto the New Yorker. That's a pretty good mix. Mm. Tells you what you need to know about this book,
0: right? And he continues to. Push out stuff as well, oh, isn't yeah, he? So yeah, he's yeah. he's alive and kicking.
1: Well, we both things. get don't we? Both get Sweat Science. You may ah oh, okay. okay. So he, he puts out a newsletter ah um I don't know a regular newsletter. Yes. Let's call it you know fortnightly or monthly. I, I just I can't keep up, but it's called Sweat Science and right. it comes into my inbox about
0: about this stuff, about yeah. here's what's going on with the yeah. science of um
1: of, of of athletic performance. Now you're much more of a a runner than I am, right? But I am really interested, and we'll get into this, I am really interested into what endurance sports teaches us about... Oh, for sure. You know, the limits of human psyche, really. For sure, yeah. yeah.
0: I'm sorry, excuse me, did I just see you smell that book? Um, Where to start with this book? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's start. Let's start in the obvious place, right?
1: Yes, yes. His definition of endurance is a really cool one, right? Mm, so he I says, like that. Endurance is the struggle... To continue against a mounting desire to stop. Yes. Now that, that in many ways, if you're listening to this podcast, that's the important part, right? This book. Yeah. This book might be about athletic performance, but it's not really. It's about what happens when you run out of the will to continue,
0: mm. right? And mm. and
1: that's what the book's about. You know, every human being runs into a moment of you know they they just I can't I, do this I,
0: anymore, I, or I can't do this. I, I won't do this yeah. because it's too hard type and, thing. And yeah. there's lots
1: of lessons in here about this is what's going on when that mm. happens, right?
0: So we've, we're taking a very athletic perspective on this because this book is about the athlete, but the same applies probably to anything in life, so anything isn't it? In life, yeah. yeah. So you think of um the, you know, we've talked more about the, the body and how it performs and things, but oh. that's a, that's one side of this as a skill, isn't it? And yep. the ability to achieve something whereas, you know, you can apply this Absolutely. in lots of different ways. Absolutely. Mm. And, we were,
1: and we were talking on the way in, weren't we, about we love, I mean, what we love about Hutchinson and, and a bunch of people like him is he's really big on what the evidence says. Mm. Like that's quite different from just man up and push through, right? Yes. Which is, you know, and there's plenty of that kind of motivation around. We, yes. we talked about David Goggins, would be quite like his work. Yes. But, but this is a very different thing. Mm. And, I don't want to get. I want to jump too far ahead of us, but the point that he makes, of course, is that when your body feels like it's done, when you feel like you're at the end of your physical yes. ability, that's your brain telling you that. It's not yeah, your body. Yeah,
0: and and that's really what this is. This book is at a really high level. It's it's this mental versus yep. physical yep. battle, or dance. Yeah, it might be yeah, a dance. Yeah. Um, well, you must yeah. have been there, right? You've done
1: plenty of endurance. Yeah, through, right? absolutely. Yeah. And this, yeah.
0: I mean, it's yeah, it's really fascinating when you read about these things after you've experienced them in some respects. But right. Um, right. But um, starting, he, he talks about this idea of pacing. So, you talked about endurance, yeah. you know, like the pushing up against this wall to stop. And pacing, like we can't avoid pacing ourselves. Mm. So... And that's, that's both, I think, athletically and generally in life. And, and that's done on the expectation of what's to come. Yes. So yes. so it's sustainable in how you feel. But what I found really fascinating is it's how you expect to feel. That's right. That has a, And the, this is yes. where the mental yes, part comes yes, in. It's yes, like yes, yeah, if you yeah. go out and you start a run yep. and you're feeling tired, yep. then all of a sudden you throttle yep. your pacing back because you're like, hang on a second, I'm just starting. Yep. I'm not meant to be feeling tired. Yep. So your body goes into all sorts of stuff and your brain goes into yeah, all totally, sorts of stuff. Totally,
1: totally. Mm. And, and and the point about the book, right, is that you know the book's in a number of sections. It talks about talks about fuel, it talks about pain. It Yeah, yeah. It, there's a whole it, lot of And it brings up all of these things, like what's going on in your brain when mm. these things happen. How's your how's your brain using biofeedback and anticipation? Yes. Now that's that's amazing stuff. That's right? fascinating. I, I know I know we don't want to talk about Goggins, but uh, I was just reading Goggins' new book uh recently. Oh wow. And And Goggins says something which kind of captures what Hutchinson's saying, but Mm. in a different way. Goggins says, what we think is the limit is actually just the start. Yeah. Now, that's not really what Hutchinson says, but what Hutchinson says is, what you think's the limit isn't the limit, it's your brain you know, it's your brain telling you that that, that will that, do. Yes, right? that it will could, do. Because it's worried that yeah. on the other side of that lies pain. And the example everybody uses, right, is if that's the case, right, if we're, if we're flogging ourselves, you're flogging yourself in a 1,500-metre race, how come you can speed up when you can see the finish well, line? The,
0: yeah, oh, the old classic marathon line, yeah. isn't it? And it is so true. Like, everyone sprints the last 100 metres in the marathon. Yeah. What, th- what happened to the 42.1 kilometres before?
1: What is this obsession people have with books? Hutchinson uh, refers to what's called the central governor theorem, yes. right? Yeah, right. now this it, is very interesting. Yeah, which is the fact that your, your your brain is trying to protect you. And so it only yeah. it throttles your performance in the anticipation that it doesn't want you to get hurt, right? Yeah. And the and the point being, in theory, once you can see the finish line, you, your brain knows... You're good. You, yeah, you're good. You're not going to hurt yourself mm. sprinting that last two hundred meters, five hundred meters, whatever. Mm. And so it releases more energy. Now the point that everybody makes—the seals, Goggins, Hutchinson—is how do we reset that central governor,
0: or how do you tra- train that? And and the yeah. central governor is one perspective that's held by um, Tim Noakes, who's yes. very—he's he's famous and infamous is as that, a physiologist okay. right. because he has he has um a very. He has very strong views. He's a South African sociologist, yes, yeah, and he has yeah. very, very strong... And some of the things he's come out with have been really... So, have so really he's shaken po- he's
1: polarizing is he
0: yeah in some respects some of the things he's come out have <laughs> really shaken sports science and gone hang on a second right like all this rah-rah about yeah. the certain thing yeah. he's like hang and you know one of the things that comes across is around hydration and thirst yes you know he really shook that up right. and and was pretty much on the money okay. in terms of rethinking things he's so thought, so here's so, what's interesting mm-hmm. so
1: Cameron uh, so points to Noakes. But there's actually a guy in the 20s in the UK that came up yes. with central governor mm. theorem, but nobody nobody paid much attention to him mm. because basically he argued from first principles. A guy called uh, Archibald Hill, That's, who won yes. the Nobel Prize in the 20s for something to do with physiology. So the idea's been around for a while.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it's
1: interesting, right? So the point being, so Noakes, I think. Was so that, he talks about the central know,
0: governor, which yeah. is basically that when you feel effort – that's a result of the self-protection mechanism. It's an outcome of the self-protection of your body. So this is your body yes. automatically going into the whoa, hang yeah, on a second. Yeah. And and, but make, the important it, point being, mm,
1: you know, for a long time we thought it was uh muscles running out of energy, right? Yes. So, you yes. know, that feeling of fatigue and I can't go on, we used to think was lactic acid buildup yes. or a lack of energy. Very
0: yeah, and that's that body as a yes. body as a machine concept. Right. It's like we've run, we've run the machine too hard or it's run out of fuel yeah. it's like yeah. thinking of it as a almost like a yeah like a car that's yes. got petrol in it yeah. And, and, you know, and, and kind the kind point thing, Hutchison makes, yeah. right,
1: we have to be really clear about this. So Hutchinson isn't saying there aren't any f- physiological limits. He's no, really big no. on fuel no, and, and we'll, on energy. We'll, we'll talk, talk about that. Those, yeah. Yeah. But, but it's not as if you believe in the central governor theory and suddenly there there are no physiological limits. No. It's just that the central mm. governor theory throttles
0: your yeah. maximum. So the, the the counter to the central governor is um, Markora's thing around response inhibition right and so he argues the same thing it's not saying that the brain isn't involved and and so one of the core things that comes in this book is brain and body yes are yes. intertwined of course and you need to untangle well not untangle it we yeah. just need to acknowledge that um for example when our brains are tired everything feels hard and we know that day yes. to day when yeah, you're yeah. tired yeah. you're like oh, yeah. oh my oh, god yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> i have to go to work Holy yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no. um but the the thing around the counter to central governor, which is the self-protection mechanism, is that you can override effort. Yes. So you can override yeah. your brain telling you to stop. And that's what effort is. Yeah. Whereas Noakes is arguing that effort's the output of the brain overriding. Got it. Right. So, that, so yeah, that's this slightly. A, yes, but yeah, he, um yeah. In, like in a Hutchison yeah. way, he yeah. goes. Uh, who, <laughs> who really cares someone's right here <laughs> yeah. these two guys yeah. have actually been at each
1: other so what's interesting about that mm. right so again we'll talk about Goggins another day Goggins quotes the seals which say when you think you're done you're only 40 percent yeah whatever right but the interesting thing about Hutchinson and the central governor theory is the way you reset your central governor is by suffering Yes, and that's yes. you know that's the bit right. Like, so so we know
0: yeah. that the brain can be trained, and yes. and that's what this starts to open yeah. up. Is like this body as a machine yeah. gives the impression that the only way you can get better is training your body. Yeah, but we know that it's entangled with the yes. mind. So that's yes. where sports yeah. psychology comes in, and that's and that's yeah. why this but, is a really powerful. But that's so interesting, isn't yeah? it?
1: Like if you think about the history of philosophy, that whole so Descartes. Mm. You know, mind and body being separate, interacting through the pineal gland. That's why we call it a Cartesian distinction, Ah, right? Ah. Um, But nobody believes that anymore. We haven't believed that for a long time. One of the most interesting things in my world in psychology is embodied cognition, Mm. which is about how much of your brain function is distributed throughout your body. You've got more brain cells in your gut than a cat's got in her head.
0: That's right. And this is where the book gets into the sport so, so we'll jump onto the science yes, side of this yes. because we'll come back to the psychology the psychology is where it's at yeah you know so brain and body intertwined that's yeah. really interesting but um he does a really great job of going through um what he calls limits books books i need my books <laughs> the world record for holding your breath lying in oh water. my god yes. 11 minutes know, and 35 I'm, seconds i know, I know. It's like-
1: that's
0: incredible, <laughs> I know. Uh, was that just, um, yeah. Heat, right? So, heat. yeah, so heat was yeah. interesting. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand, I didn't know that 75% of the fuel in your body leaves as heat.
1: It was, yeah, that was generated as heat. Yeah, and
0: yeah. he said it's like a car, like it's yeah. basically efficiency so of a car I'd, engine. I have
1: a friend who used to be a professional boxer, mm-hmm. and to make weight, he would, uh, he would simply put on a rubbish bag and go running in the heat, yeah, and he would. I, surely this is unhealthy, and would shed kilos of sweat, Yeah, and then would make weight for the fight, and then could, you know, put that weight back on and go yeah. on box.
0: But that's but, talking about hydration. No, no, no that's heat. That, that's, so that,
1: that's heat, le- that's leaving, that, that energy is heat leaving him, right?
0: Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. it's probably both actually, yeah. yeah, because you've got water as well. Yeah. Six, 68 kg person I, is 40 litres of water. <laughs> no, right. We are water. I, of course we are. We are water. Um, but
1: no, but the, the first one's interesting, right, mm. because um, this is the science that we know, yes. which is, you know, the now the advice is when you exercise, drink when you're
0: thirsty. Yeah, and, and that I was really Nokes. That. So Nokes yes. is the one who pushed that, and right. and they found that if you swallow a small amount of water, yeah, 17% increase in performance, and that comes back to your point around the brains are not all the yes, stuff just sitting up in yes, our head. Yes, yeah, they think there's triggers in the throat
1: well that's the carbohydrate drink one right if and that's, you rinse that's your that's mouth different. if you rinse your mouth with a carbohydrate rich yes. drink and spit it out yes. it will still trigger the energy yeah release. so, so these yeah. a good contrast there so right. so
0: for for the for the hydration part of your body yeah the water has to go down your throat which indicates that the, they think because they've done hydration by putting water straight into the stomach right and there's no benefit right so they're like, "Hang on a second, it what's going on?" Cool. So your receptors are potentially in your throat, but when you come to fuel yeah. and he and he yeah, goes know. into the, the fuel- diet thing, yes, yeah. you, he, they yeah. think the the sensors are in the mouth, yes. And so as soon as your mouth feels like there's carbohydrate there, then then something in your body or the brain thing yeah. goes, "Okay, we're cool, yeah. we've got some stuff." Yeah, we've got so some I I a podcast
1: with him, and he was mm. saying um, the problem is if you're exercising a lot, endurance race, you can't b- burn fat. The yes. fat won't burn hot enough to keep the fire going. You have yeah. to have carbohydrate. Yeah. But you can't just have it carbohydrate in your gut because mm. that your gut doesn't like having lots and lots, lots of carbs. carbohydrates. Yes, and, yes. And so this is the whole numbers. argument about what do you do with high fat low carbs? He seems incredibly agnostic about a lot. I of that I liked his perspective, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, look, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but so I just want to talk about thirst again because that's that's really important, right? Mm. You know the uh, either he says or somebody else says that essentially uh when it comes to uh, uh, sanctioned marathons, nobody's ever died of dehydration. Mm. But a couple of people have died of drinking too much. Mm. So that's... Uh,
0: Hypernutremia. Hypo, yes. Which is, is hi- which is too much yes. water. Yes. Hyper, not hypo. Hi- hypo, I think hypo, is... Hypo, right. Mm.
1: Hypo bigger than, hyper smaller than. Yeah, okay. Mm. Hyponatremia. Okay, mm. that's really interesting.
0: And that was quite disturbing for mm. a lot of people for a long time. But yeah. there are a lot of myths going around about... And this is where this book's great because he he jumps on the science. I'm sure the science moved because this is 2018. Yes. So we've got another five years of sports science. But he jumps, he goes into the science and he talks about the fallacies around dehydration affecting performance and then starts to unravel the literature for you so you don't have to worry about the stuff and you find out that that's actually not really the truth. Right. So there used to be kind of myths around even I think it was two percent. If you you know, two percent dehydrated, yeah, dro- yeah, then your performance okay. starts crashing after that and there's just no Not truth in the all. matter. Yeah. Although the science is telling us that elite athletes are different from yes. normal well, actually, and that, that age is, group athletes. That is a really good I point. Because if you
1: go back to the one on pain you just talked
0: yeah. about.
1: Yeah. What what um so what the research says that Hutchinson talks about is elite athletes still experience the pain. Mm. They just tolerate it more. That's exactly And that's right. kind of what the training is. Yeah. I mean, that in many ways, that's the most depressing part of the book, mm. which is, <laughs> no, seriously, like <laughs> yeah. the way that you actually yeah. move your central governor limit is you do it by suffering. Mm. And, the, and the question I keep thinking when I was reading that is, what would happen if you took painkilling drugs before you went on an endurance run? Yeah, so… I know it's unethical. And you can't do it but in it's, a competition. But it is a blocking thing. Yes.
0: Yeah. And and the getting it's quite interesting if you think about getting fitter. So everyone yeah. thinks. So I think there's two parts to this. One is the experiences of pain yes. and how do you manage those, and that's the, what um that's the the counter to the central governor called response inhibition, which yes. is that how do you deal of a moment of. Like the world pushing back against you, your brain pushing back against you, and you go, "No, hang on a second. I've got a kit full of things here. Self-talk. Yes, I've been through this before. Yeah. Um, you know, um, in a running parlance, it's like I'm just going to focus on my technique. I'm going to stop thinking about um the pain in my legs, and then all of a sudden, magically, you're not thinking about the pain in your legs, and the pain's not there. But so there is a an element of how you train. Matters in this, yeah, but also he talks about the fact that you get fitter means that everything feels easier, therefore your brain doesn't push back on you yeah, as well. Yes, so there's yes, two, yes. there's potentially so two things pushing going on. out the limits further out, right? yeah, and everything because yeah. f- it, it loops back to that we pace on how we expect to feel. So right, if yes. we're running, if we're well trained yeah. in five, well, we know this, right? If you're having a great day, you know, there are days when yes. working out feels yes. easy. Gaston, um, may I have my book, please?
1: I want to move mm. the conversation away mm. from exercise so yes. that people who are listening to this yeah. who aren't obsessed with uh, physical <laughs> high performance will see it's a great book to read. Yeah. But, but just before we do that, there's a great interview with Hutchinson in a running magazine that I loved. And one mm. of the reasons, the things he talks about, uh, and this is so beautiful, about why he loved running is mm. he said, I love running because um, you know, the gear doesn't matter. Right? So, you know, people talk to him all the time about what shoes do you wear. He's like, the gear doesn't matter. I'm wearing T-shirts I got from other runs. And then he summarizes the science. He goes, look, as far as I can tell, supplements are useless. Gear doesn't matter. Stretching is a waste of time. Hmm. Now, all of those things come with asterisks. Yes. But I think I really like that, right? You know, like, let's let's actually Well, I actually
0: love, and I did write that down here, that there's a healthy attitude to sport. Yes. And I think there's a healthy attitude to life in this as well, in that, your ability to shake off setbacks, respond to circumstances yep. are the words he uses in the book, but also that there's some really simple things yeah. that you well, can you use just, that make a yeah, big well, difference. Well, you talk
1: self-talk, so that's what I so mm. for the, Again, for those people that aren't interested just in running or beasting themselves, you know, he he actually says um, what started out as a book about running ended up being a book about the human condition. Yeah, and I love yeah. that idea. You know that 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 um, you know that idea of self-talk. Uh, what you say to yourself matters if you're running a marathon, but it matters in any stressful condition. Oh, certainly, right? Yeah. So that so
0: and um, a framing, you know, yes. like he talks about yeah. the excitement before a race, which is the excitement before anything, of seeing where you're at and seeing how how you yeah. can push through something, yes. the the opportunity to test yourself and and try something and. All that kind of stuff. And then everything else is preparation for that moment, isn't it? So yeah. uh, you can you yeah. can draw that metaphor back into...
1: But then what's happening in the moment, right? Mm. So when you're in that moment, and what's the voice you- inside in your head That's saying, right. right? You know, is it saying, you know, you, it's time to give up. You know, you're running mm. out of energy. So self-talk, I think, is really, really important. Mm. Um, mm. I think visualization and reframing are great in yeah. almost any situation. Mindfulness. Yeah.
0: So these are all... like, And the, and the cool thing about sports psychology that makes it really interesting is... These are all very simple things that you can apply.
1: Yeah, except we said on the way in, right? So um, I went to a fabulous – so the University of Canterbury here in Christchurch has been running this amazing uh, putting academics in bars thing as part of their 150th anniversary. And I went to uh, Susie Stevens's chat uh, last week, which is about how to exercise if you don't want to. Mm. And the question I had for her and for all of us is we know all this stuff. We know Mm. it backwards. We teach it. Mm. And yet there are still days when you think i just can't be bothered mm. like no amount of self talk motivation gamification reward habit stacking there are days when it well i, I speak for me yeah. there are days when yeah. i just i just can't mm. and i'm really big on not missing twice mm. but there are still days when i think i just i just can't be bothered picking up a kettlebell
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the human condition yeah isn't it yes. and and you think about i would say that's totally okay yeah Get, yes. go the next day you know, like it's it's like, and and it comes back to, I think there's so many things that you can do that systems, processes that prepare you for those moments. Yes, and yes, that's where yeah, yeah. that stuff comes in, doesn't it?
1: And yeah. knowing those moments are coming, right? You know, mm. like if you're running a half marathon, knowing that at, you know, uh, kilometre 18, it's going to get tough.
0: Yeah. You know? But also making yeah. things achievable. Yes. And I think we so often put so much pressure on ourselves in many facets yeah. of our life, yeah. whereas doing something little, yes. well, you would get the benefits. Oh, yeah. Well, we it's talked about this, thing. I think, mm.
1: one of the books we reviewed last season. You know, just, just do it for two minutes. It's probably um Atomic yeah. Habits.
0: Yeah, it's Atomic Habits. You yeah, just go yeah. for a two-minute run. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then it's yeah. and then it's not this thing that's steer, staring um, you down. So and suddenly you're not planning for it. Yes, that's yeah. right. So you're not yeah. getting off the plane at 9.30 at night going, <laughs> I've got a one-hour gym session. You're going, I've, I've got a couple of minutes. I just uh, need yeah. to do a couple of minutes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, and again, the link to Hutchinson, right, the Hutchinson link is through the central governor. Um, theorem or metaphor or what you're going to call it, the the idea is essentially, we can all do more than we think we can. Yes, and you there's know? a great line you right. have
0: to teach athletes at some point that they can do more than they think they can. Right. And right. I was like, well that that applies to, to a lot of people in life. I'm sorry, excuse me, did I just see you smell that book? <laughs> I had to share a little yeah. anecdote about pacing. Um, Please. One of my friends um, up in Rotorua used to have a motto he's he's a hardcore single speed mountain biker which will oh, give wow. you yeah, a, a, yeah. A insight into his psyche he's won nationals several times he basically said if you don't throw up over the finish line oh. you haven't gone hard enough <laughs> 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 you know, I don't think I've ever got to that point but um <laughs> but, well, it sounds like
1: Titchens and the old-fashioned rugby sevens training on the the sand dunes right? yeah that's right but, but it's a good yeah. point though right like if mm. you don't if you don't push yourself to your limit, you
0: don't know where, where you your ca- limits are. We capable, of, right? yeah, and that's the idea yeah. of training and yeah. things like that. But um, yeah, so brain and brain and body yeah. intertwined. Well, I, you I made like a good that. point, right? Like this mm. book
1: was actually written in twenty seventeen, published in twenty eighteen. Mm. You're right; that is five years. So but the science has moved on.
0: Mm. Yeah, but
1: yeah, all right. Back so to,
0: back to brain and body. Yeah, love yep.
1: it. Okay, so let's wrap this up. Um, a lot of people say this book. Reads like Malcolm Gladwell wrote it. For me, that's not a compliment. No, <laughs> well, he, I, I, he
0: was in the background. Yeah,
1: and he did the forward for the mm, American mm. version. But I'm I'm not a huge fan of that Gladwell. I don't think it's a Gladwell. Either do I. I think it's no. better than that, right? Yeah, so do I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, in many ways, it's a bit like Think Again that we reviewed in a mm. previous episode. Mm. I think this is a great book. I love mm. this book. For the lots of books like this, and I think we talked about Eric Anders.
0: Ah, oh, there's there's a plenty. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's plenty, plenty of these but, but, sports but, but as a books way of around. getting into
1: what can sport psychology teach yeah. human, the rest yeah, of us? Yeah, I those.
0: think I think the the emphasis on the the brain and body intertwined thing is yeah. fascinating, and there's so much that you can read into this. So you don't have to be a, a no. high performing athlete. If yeah. you geek out on sport, you'll love yeah, yeah, the totally. numbers. Well, but, well. So
1: the brain stuff's mm, good, right? Because mm. you know um what. Everyone's saying about brain health is your brain evolved to the body right. and you decide mm. to move. Mm. So just move, you know, whatever that means, dance, walk. Absolutely. It's
0: not all about two-hour marathons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'm a good book,
1: not great book uh, yeah, on I this th- one. Yeah, uh, I think so, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Uh, uh, Although, the, you know, there's bits of this. Yeah. I think it's, you know, again, we're talking about a, a very smart, Yes. person, but it's yeah. very well written as yeah. well. There's lots of history in here.
1: Yeah, this is the kind yeah. of book you could have written. <laughs> oh, I
0: don't know. But I, I find it fascinating. You know, when a scientist turns yeah. to journalism, yeah. like you can see the power yeah. of that. It's Well, yeah.
1: don't forget he did a master's at journalism in mm. Columbia. for the, So it we'll would mm. take him but, two years. Yeah, yeah that helps, rate. doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah. No, but
0: I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a good, not great. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'm going to go great. So. Great. Yeah, Yeah. Excellent. That's, that's good. And it was worth the reread as well. Yeah. Like, I just love some of the stories. But, um, yeah, so Endure,
1: Alex Hutchison. Yeah. Sign up for, if you like the book, sign up for Sweat Science. Yeah, sounds like I've got to go and do that right now.
0: (laughs) Great, good talking to you. Okay, thanks, Carl. Cheers, mate.
1: Thank you for listening to the 232 Podcast.
0: We'll be back soon with another book unpacked, distilled and unhinged.
1: But until then,
0: stop, Stop, read read and and repeat. repeat.